All right, we've got Nicole Khan on the line, and thank you so much for being here, Nicole. Thank you, Denise. We're glad to be here. You were a little under the weather. Are you feeling better? Uh, yes, I am. I uh, ended up getting the same flu bug that Nicholas had last weekend, so oh. Oh. <laughs> it was happened. That's the thing, right? We're little ones. You just bat everything back and forth and around the house. Pretty much, especially with him, uh, since he's he's sick more often than not. Yeah, yeah. Is he is is he over? He's getting better. Or? Well, um, I'd like him to be better than he is. Um, that's one of the you know reasons that I was unable to uh, go to the UK because he's really he's actually been ill almost every week with one thing or another, and mm. not just sick, but you know quite ill seriously. Mm. So. Um, his his general health has uh, been in a, a not desirable trajectory for the last uh, year, and so it's really important for me to find out, you know, how to keep him as healthy as possible. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And you know, the the, the thing of it is, is will I'll be here? Will I'll be ready when you are to come to England? I'm sorry. Will I'll be here, and will I'll be ready when you finally get to England? Oh, thank you. I, I, I hope to be there sometime, not in the new, too distant future. So you were, um, there was talk about like a casting thing that was going to happen. What, what was that for? It was for something you're working on now? Oh, uh, we were working on a, a film project called She Walks in Beauty, which is uh, based on the book that I wrote, She Walks in Beauty, that came out last, uh, this last October from Bella Books. And, um, Elaine Sturgis, uh, the executive producer, had come up with a really interesting casting concept uh, that we were going to try to use as a, on the on a model um, that had never been done quite before, where we cast with other people um, watching the casting process and um, and then having more more of an interactive uh, concept going on in regards to casting films. I think that's uh, the way the industry in general is heading is having more interactivity from fan bases. Yeah. And so we were working along those lines, you know, uh, to try to see what we could put together. Um, it was a, a brainstorm by Elaine Sturgis. It was her uh, brainchild and um, very, very fascinating concept. And I hope at some point that we're able to do that. Yeah, it would be really interesting. You know, like we, I, and I do, you're right. I, I spoke with Elaine a little bit about it because, I thought it would be interesting to talk to the people who were actually trying out, like, because they're, you know, like just the, just the diversity alone, you know, of the girls who, who would show up for something like that would be of interest. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a really neat idea, uh, especially to get, uh, you know, more, you know, more of an audience involvement too. I mean, it sounded like it would be phenomenal, but from a, from a, from my perspective as an interviewer to kind of, you know, see like, are there straight girls trying out? Are there lesbians trying out? Is there, uh, you know, is it your, um, your, is, some, is somebody a fan? Are they serious acting? Have they ever acted before? Is this their first time? God, there's so many things to talk about. I know. Well, that, and that was one of the things we were trying to do. We were, you know, trying to have it become the great equalizer where people who cannot get in a, you know, casting director's door or get to casting calls because they don't have, um, you know, they don't have access to casting breakdowns are able to come and um, 
you know, audition, whether yeah. they have any acting skill or not. Now, right. that is obviously, it must sound on some levels counterintuitive in terms of, you know, time efficiency. But also, I think there's a lot of untapped talent of people who, um, you know, have a dream. They want to do something. They're really extremely talented. Yeah. Perhaps maybe actually, um, you know, be cast or audition for something that they might want to do. And even if they came and read for a lead role, you might see them and go, as is the case of Mary Wells, um, who read for the um, role of um, Elena and Elena Undone. And the moment I saw her, I knew she was supposed to be uh, Peyton's best friend. So it's wow. sort of like um, where a person might come in and read for something, you would see that they would be perfect for another role, and that might start their career. So, so yeah. as you said, the, the um, ideas and the ramifications are endless, and that's what was so exciting about it. Um, I think the first thing that anybody does when they sit down and start talking about a film is, uh, let's talk about casting. It's the most exciting uh, part of the process, and when you are auditioning, it's one of the most exciting parts of the process for me as a writer-director to see the words that I wrote in my head come to life in completely different ways depending on the personality who's walked in the door. Yeah, that's really interesting. Did you worry at all, Nicole, um, like thinking, or even if you're, you know, if you continue on, uh, like you said, this seems like a really uh, a, a good way to go, but do you, do you worry about, um, as a director, having to nurture and coach somebody who may not, who may not have the kind of skill that's, that's necessary? Um, well, that, there's always that, um, you know, potentiality um, uh, taking from real-life experience. When uh, I first read Jessica Clark for A Perfect Ending, I was not completely certain that she could actually carry uh, a co-star uh, role at this point in her career. She had, hadn't done much um, television or feature work and really was fairly green as an actress. But the beauty in that was she was um, completely open to trying things and working as, um, as intimately as possible and allowing herself to grow in ways that um, a lot of actors who are already stuck in their particular acting modes yeah. uh, would not let you take them. So, you know, there's always the pros and cons to that. Um, I think in A Perfect Ending, it was one of the most incredible experiences for me to work with somebody as green and raw and as just completely talented as Jessica is and help mold um, who Karis became, as well as working with the most seasoned actress I know, which is Barbara Niven. Right. And, you know, all of the things that she has brought to the table and all of the stuff she has learned over, you know, her 25-year history um, in the career and in the business. And um, it was just, you know, like really opposite sides of the acting spectrum. It was fascinating, and it really helped them, I think, to have that sort of yin and yang. That's really, yeah, that's really interesting, like, not knowing at nothing about that, like, and just being someone that's watched the movie, you would never be able to tell. You know, you would, I, I would, I think that whatever you found in Jessica or inspired in Jessica um, really brought her up to, you know, brought her right up to almost at Barbara's level. Yeah, I, she, she's, that's what I'm talking about yep. in finding, you know, untapped talent that's raw and ready to go. Yeah. And, uh, 
you know that person not only has talent but has that it factor yeah. um, and is ready to explode, much like um, she has. Right, <laughs> and, right, um, yeah. So all, all kudos to her. I, I, I'm so impressed and so proud and, and inspired by um, what she's done um, with with her career. And, uh, you know, very excited that she was, you know, a part of a perfect ending. Yeah, she. I mean, it was a, it was a wonderful, wonderful film. And it was... it. Uh, you have, I don't want to use the word um, particular, but more like a signature way of shooting things, like the way you see things um, in just little moments uh, of the film that you're that you're able to to capture. It to me, it's become like a like a, a signature Nicole Kahn move, you know, like a zoom in on a, on a flower, or a part of a fence, or you know, something that you know just you know, it makes you not want to rush through a film. You know what I mean? It makes you, you. appreciate like yeah. the, the moment of the, yeah, it's really, really interesting. So I just felt like, um, a perfect ending sh showed that side of, of, of filmmaking, your, your particular style of filmmaking. It just, to me, it, it really blew it up, you know, like, and I noticed bits and pieces of it in Elena undone, but I found it more prominent and, uh, and a perfect ending. And it just, it was great. And I'm really interested in in, oh. um, in your next film. I I was uh, is, is that the one Tracy is in? Um, that is not my film. No. That is uh, oh, Marina no, no. Rice Bader's uh, film, True Soul Kiss Films. Uh, she and I did Elena Undone and a Perfect Ending together, True okay. Soul Kiss Films, which we co-founded, and that is uh, Marina's direct directorial debut with Drea Weber. Um, that stars Tracy. I, I have no involvement in that project. Uh -huh. I, I was working on She Walks in Beauty, as well as um, in development on a couple of features that are happening here in the States that, um, you know, took me away from that particular yeah. uh, path. And, um, uh, but I can't wait to see the film when it comes out. Um, uh, I think they're in the final stages of editing. And um, That's very, yeah. very eager to see what, what that brings because Tracy's so very, very talented. And I know that Marina has an incredible eye. She's, she's, you know, was a, a celebrity photographer, has a great eye for framing and she's an amazing, um, concept storyteller. So, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what, what that brings. Oh yeah. We'll definitely keep our eyes peeled for that one. Now you, um, have found time to do a really important project, uh, with Jen Foster um, raising some marriage equality awareness through one of Jen's songs that's been remastered and remixed, the She Song. Yes. Yes. This not only did this look like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, it is really important. It is. It's really important because you know it, it, we just have to never stop creating awareness about it until we get what we want. And what we deserve and what we need and what is basically our human right. So um, this project, I remember in, God, I want to say June, June or May even, maybe it was June, I did an interview with Jen Foster and she was so excited about everything that was going on and it hadn't even started yet. And it was nothing, it was nothing back then what it became right right so it is a re it, it's it's beyond exciting actually because you had great people and you um and you directed the video for it and it's it's now kind of gone 
viral, correct? Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, Jen and I had worked in Elena Undone. Um, she, I had asked her if she would um, lend me Broken for one of the key scenes in, in the film, and she was so wonderful to work with. Uh, she actually was working um, with Sue Melky of Melky PR, and Sue reached out to me and asked me if I'd be interested in directing this film because it, it's supposed to be an homage to, you know, um, wedding quality as well as, um, you know, the escalation of love between women, which is one of my signatures, as you, as you were talking exactly. about. Exactly. Bingo. <laughs> I, I think of myself, I know a lot of people think my work is um, highly romantic, but I prefer to call it, even though I love romance, I prefer to call it adult, a serious um, drama, you know, yeah. storytelling. Sure. And um, uh, not that, you know, not that I don't love romance, I do, but I think people have a negative connotation when they hear that word. I personally think everybody needs romance in their life. It's, it's what gives us you know, the zest and the zing for being here and the yeah. passion to, to be on the planet. Agreed. Yeah, I can't imagine being without it. No, I know, exactly. <laughs> um, so um, the, Sue, Sue had um, contacted me, and I was in the process of dealing with the uh, Icon Convention, and I wasn't sure I would have the time. And I said, well, as long as we're shooting around, um, September, I thought I would be okay. And from the time that we... Uh, started talking, it be, it went from a small little music video <laughs> to a, a huge, our joke is, um, Sue is bigger than Ben-Hur, because she was able to bring so many um, things to the table to make this uh, actually what I now call a mini-movie, um, <laughs> shooting on the red, which <laughs> gives the, 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 um, uh, the film-like quality to the, the imagery, which is exquisite, um, have beautiful leads, um, Nicole Payton, uh, Gabby Christian, and um, Mike Manning are the leads in the in this three-way story that we're telling about marriage equality, as well as two beautiful young um, ballet performers and two beautiful adult ballet performers bringing sort of song, uh, music and dance to tell the story of um, love between women and the need for um, marriage equality in just this sort of exquisite rapture of imagery. How in, how involved um, was was Jen? Was she? Uh, did you have to sit down with her and say like, what does this song mean to you, and how can we bring it to film? Or Jen, here's some of my ideas of this is what I was thinking, and then you guys collaborated. Or it, it's really interesting. At first, um, we it was sort of a light. It, Jen wanted sort of a light. Um, uh, fun kind of thing, and um, the more I listened to her song, um, the more I felt like this isn't really that light. It's it's actually a beautiful love ballad and a serious love ballad, um, and I think we can tell a much more elegant and high-class sort of st story with this um, uh, song than she probably anticipated in the beginning. And so I, I ran some concepts by her. Um, one concept that I really wanted to do that I um, have not seen um, at all, which I, I will not um, tell you. You can all watch the video and see for yourself. <laughs> I haven't seen done, really, um, that she was very excited about, as was Sue. And we, once we um, teamed with uh, the Andes Hotel um, with uh, AC, who was who's their, their marketing 
coordinator, um, West Hollywood, the Andes Hyatt um, hotel chain, completely became uh, uh, got behind the idea. And um, we brought wingspan pictures into produce with Rocco, um, Cam Rocco Shields, who's the writer-director of Love Is All You Need, which is one of the film projects I'm involved with um, here happening in the, in the Los Angeles area. Uh, and we started realizing that we could tell a bigger story. Uh, pieces started falling into place like, um, like they did on a perfect ending, a sort of meant-to-be project. Uh, after the Andes and the Hyatt Hotel became involved, we, um, I, I basically wanted a really beautiful wedding uh, set up, and um, uh, Ricardo of uh, Luna Events um, came to the table, created a masterful um, wedding set <laughs> for us that we could never have uh, you know, gotten with our resources right. on our own. And as well, a beautiful reception. Um, and the Andes uh, in West Hollywood on Sunset, right in the thick of Sunset, is a beautiful hotel. So all the production quality was um, just, you know, enhanced by the, the, the setting of where we were shooting. Oh, my God. That's, you know, when, when things, like you said, fall into place, it really gives you the confidence that what you're doing is right. Otherwise, it would have it would have been a struggle, you know, or... or you know, it would have been not maybe not quite right, but when everything falls into place right. and it makes something, then you know. You know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and there's also this weird thing. It's what I call the click moment. Yeah. Um, in almost every project I've ever done, there's this absolute moment that I know when it's going to happen, and how it's going to happen, and the way it feels, and the way it's supposed to. Sort of, that's where the vision piece comes in, and. Um, what I had, um, and that happened for me probably in sometime in the mid mid September, and and it and it was really confirmed by the first day of shooting, which was October twentieth, of the two young dancers, um, most exquisite, beautiful uh, footage of these two beautiful young girls who forged a friendship and later on in life um, reconnect, and that's part of the storyline that's um, told in the in the in the sheet for me uh, PSA. Oh. Um, so it. It's it from that moment on. I knew this is a really not only high end quality product, but that it's going to be um, a pretty big deal for people because uh, the Hyatt had gotten behind it. And uh, apparently, what they've done uh, through Milky PR um, and the Hyatt, they're putting they're going to be putting it as a default setting on 6,200 hotel rooms oh for people God. to see. Um, that's how behind the the piece they are, wow. as well as the added um, element of marriage equality being involved. Um, Brian Silva came to the shoot, as well as, um, uh, I'm probably going to get some names wrong, uh, Jane Wishon from Marriage Equality, and they flew in for the shoot of the wedding reception, and it was, it was amazing. Uh, marriage Equality has been awesome. They're completely behind the project, and that's what that's what we're talking about when everything falls into place. So many pieces that you you know you can't you can't quite cover them all, um, yeah. except for when you're Sue Milky and you you know she's able to juggle a hundred things at a time. Yeah, I'm actually considering making Sue my second wife. Yeah, well, after me. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, I get it. <laughs> I'll get in line. She is. She's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I feel like. She is honestly. I feel like she's like my my new best friend. She is just. She is beyond. She's unbelievable. 
what a producer she is. She's an incredible producer. And as an executive producer, she is the one who is primarily responsible for the, um, yeah, the a... as we say, bigger than Ben Hurness of it all. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Jen Foster called in a lot of uh, favors. I reached out to a lot of uh, my actor friends and um, they all jumped in and they were all so gracious. And the, that day, besides the first day of shooting Claire of the Moon and the um, three or four days on a perfect ending, which were my absolute ultimate set days, the day we did the wedding um, has probably, you know, in the top five shooting days for me. It was just uh, beyond. Um, the energy in the room with all of the people there um, in the reception uh, part of it when everybody was after a 16 hour day dancing and hooting it up was just <laughs> it was uh, it's something you know I'll never forget and, and especially since for something so critically important in our community yeah. um, I feel so strongly about this issue it's just it's great because you know first of all like you said you've got uh, Nicole and Gabby who both you know, bring so much to the table just in their fan base alone from their prior projects. Um, and in this, and I can't help thinking when you were, when you were just talking about the kind of the, a little bit of the, the storyline of the, of the mini movie slash video um, about, uh, you know, two friends uh, who reconnect after uh, a while. And that was so similar to what Nicole did in I Hate Tommy Finch for Telefilms. I didn't get the opportunity to see that. Yeah, but, um, so I'm thinking. It's so lovely to work with. Yeah, she really is. Yeah. I mean, she must have this down. <laughs> the perfect, um, the perfect duet. Um, once again, you know, casting chemistry is key, and getting the two of them was a wonderful coup. Uh, they both really, really um, performed beautifully in this, and um, they're gorgeous to look at um, yeah. <laughs> as well. Exactly. And, uh, sister, uh, another of my dearest friends, um, Barbara Niven, um, agreed to play the officiator in this wedding. And um, I did want to say, I, I think Barbara Niven is one of the most courageous, most um, uh, just powerful, um, inspiring actors I've ever worked with. Her, her role in A Perfect Ending, to me, is the single most courageous performance in cinema history. Yeah, I really and, she... um, she was phenomenal. She was absolutely phenomenal. And she's gorgeous. Oh, she's not only gorgeous. She is She is just pure love. She is just pure love and wonderful energy. And, you know, um, the, the community is so, should be so happy that she's one of our uh, strongest advocates because th there's nobody better. It doesn't get better than Barbara Nevin. But I love hearing that. Like, I really, I love knowing, um, you know, that there's women out there uh, that don't necessarily have to be lesbians or bisexuals or anything, but they understand what we're going through and they lend their voices and their support and their talent um, to help us. Like, like Sharon Glass is another one, for instance. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just, I just. And some of, some of them are even feel more strongly about it because they're not. And, and it's so fascinating to me. I feel like Barbara took on this fight as if she were, um, you know, was part of her community, but it isn't. She's just, she's so about fairness and equality. And, um, just, yeah. and, and because she is all about love, um, she just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't fit, fit well with her and she will, you know, fight yeah. with us until the end of time. Yeah. It's just, 
it's so it really is very inspiring it is and, and it is important like how can like um if my if my listeners haven't heard about this yet where how can they access it like what do they need to do to see this oh so important um, video we're, we're in the editing process right now which is of course my always most um ecstatic and um agony filled because <laughs> Really, everything happens in the in the editing room. That's where right. you know you uh, pull your vision together, and that's one of the reasons I edit all my films and um, am working on the edit of this because that's really how um, you are able to tell a story with what you're talking about. Those signature moments, um, like Kathy Wolf um, of Wolf Baby, it says that's a Nicole Kahn movie. That's a Nicole Kahn yes. thing. Yes. Now I get that. Now I get that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling. Um, and Wolf, by the way, is also behind this um, PSA, oh, as great. well as um, a, a number of organizations. And so one of the things we're doing is starting to begin um, pre-behind-the-scenes uh, um, media marketing, online media marketing, um, where people can go to She For Me, uh, She, the number four me, um, on the Facebook page um, to go like us and get involved. And um, retweet and retwitter uh, and re Facebook um, <laughs> and every other one of those social online things that I don't really quite understand. Um, <laughs> but um, put them out as much as possible for us to let everybody know um, when so when the video uh, comes out that it will go viral. Oh my God, that's going to be so much fun! Is there is there um, a month in particular we're working towards? Look at me trying to pull it out of you. January, um, it will probably be up to um, you know the the marketing folks at Hyatt, um, uh, West Hollywood, uh, the, the you know the uh, LM, uh, Gay and Lesbian Center are involved um, here in Los Angeles. A lot of different components of, of um, all of these people's marketing have to be coordinated publicly through Sue Melke, and um, they will decide what the actual release date of the, the oh, video is. Sure, we'll have a little premiere uh, party. Um, I'd love to show it on the big screen because it's just so beautiful. The footage is so beautiful. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Ah, yeah, then I'll feel cheated watching it on YouTube knowing that people got to see it on the big screen now. So you're going to have to do yeah. it. You're going to have to do it over here in London for me. <laughs> seen on the big screen everywhere. Um, you know, there's ways to get that done too. Uh, the... Um, uh, the one thing I, I do want to point out is we are working with one of the most prominent uh, music producers, Eve Nelson, who um, remastered, uh, she produced Shaka Khan and just remastered her yes. on the anniversary record. Um, she is uh, the one who produced the um, original uh, dance version of She. she. And then we had Jen go in and lay uh, down new vocals to give it the tone that it that it has now, which is fairly, um, it's really about the elegance and grace of um, Love Between Two Women and how powerful and beautiful it is um, on every level. And so Jen relayed vocals, which are just gorgeous, and Eve has um, is reorchestrating um parts of the song to, to give it that sort of um, cinematic feel. Right. And she's just done an amazing job and, and will be um, remastering this uh, version, this 
brand new version of she for me, uh, or she, excuse me, um, for the PSA uh, release. That's, I cannot believe, I, now I remember Jen um, mentioning that um, very key, very key component. I completely forgot about that. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Um, Eve's like a genius. Um, she's brilliant. Her music is awesome. And her, her ability to orchestrate is just, you know, just central to what's going on. And everybody who heard the song with uh, these new um, orchestrated components of it, um, during the wedding and reception scenes were just, you know, they just completely couldn't get over it. So, yes, this is where, again, all these key people come to the table. Right. Only at the door, which was one of the best parts for me. And no egos, just let's all work together together to get this um, thing done. Yeah. Uh, Lisa May Brunson of Equality TV came, shot all of her behind the scenes the entire day, brought her entire crew um, Equality TV has been um, another key supporter, and so it's just, you know, again, uh, it's one of those dream comes true. It's a dream comes true uh, projects. It sounds like it. I can't. I I'm really, really, really excited to see it. Oh, you know, partly because of what it stands for, uh, partly because of all the people that that are involved, um, but mostly because. When when I first spoke with Jen way back, it, it feels like so long ago, and her excitement over at what at that point was just this little project that was about to kind of take on a life of its own, and she she knew, but I don't think she ever anticipated um, that it would get oh, to yeah. where it's at now. So um, I just yeah. I wish you guys the best of luck with it, and I hope that it really you know I feel like it's it's going to make a difference. Like, I know it sounds cheesy and ridiculous, but I feel like something like this, that's that kind of quality and that, and that, that is so impressive. Um, and everybody that's, that's involved in what they bring to the table and you, you know, directing it and, and, and Sue behind it. To me, I, I really, it's like, I don't see much getting in the way of this or, or it's stopping. Like, I feel like it's a, it's the big catapult that that's needed to keep going and going and going. I, yeah, that's that's what that's what we're hoping for. And you know, um, again, people like Tracy Dinwiddie, Guinevere Turner, Kathy Duvano, um, Haviland Stallwell, they all, um, Jessica Graham. You know, all of these people, um, Debbie Forth and Ellie Wallace, all came and um, made a contribution to to the project and. Because they all have their, as you were saying, their own bases uh, and fans, um, we have great hopes uh, that we can get this out there and that it will go viral. And the, the point of it is, is not so much for our community, although I think it is a gift for our community, is for the world to see um, that we are not scary, that we are human, that we are people who love and deserve the sacred right of marriage. Yeah. I think that it takes something like this um, to raise awareness, uh, you know, in exactly in in a way that we want, you know, like, because I'll be honest with you, like, I feel like reality TV has set us back 20 years, you know, and it's a it's a storytelling and filmmaking um, has gone, you know, um, yep. by the wayside to reality television, which is 
you know, find the low, lowest common denominator yep. of you know, um, entertainment. Um, it's a total sort of industrial sellout. And, yeah, um, it's ridiculous. It created a very difficult time for people who are, you know, truly trying to make their living in the indie arts uh, world. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, it's it's extremely unfortunate. It is. Really. It is, but I, I feel like, you know, hopefully you know, people will get not only the message behind this project, but also see the quality um, and, you know, like, and have it raise the bar so that people understand that we're not these creatures that you see on reality TV that are crawling underneath the bar. Like, we're okay with it being raised because that's where it should be. And this, I feel like that's it shed exactly. some light on that, you know? Denise, that was perfect what you said, and that's exactly what, what my my reason for involvement is, I really want to present love between two women in the most elegant and escalated and um, elevated way. Yeah, that's what we know to be the truth about ourselves. Right. The, you know, the rest of the world sees us in you know um, always a very filter filter. Um, and so I'm hoping, along with yourself and everybody involved in this project, that they get to see us. Who we really are. Oh, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. And again, like I always tell Sue, and, I, and I, I'm glad I can personally say this to you anything at all that you need for us to help get the word out on the Lesbian Lounge and my lesbian radio and a drink and a chat and everything else that we do, our Facebook, our Twitter, you know, we, we are all about it. So we're super, super behind you 100%. And, you know, thank I, you so much. It's, uh, thank you, know, you so much. I just want to, you know, this has been, uh, from a personal standpoint, this uh, PSA has sort of saved uh, my life on some levels because um, with Nicholas being so ill, um, I am really um, sort of some days housebound with him and other days, you know, just basically I cannot leave this area because sure, he yeah. turns on a dime so quickly. Right. And, um, you know, if, if I did not have this project right now, I think I would be a complete um, wreck over the state of his health. It's given me um, a, a sort of salvation to be able to compartmentalize and um, go into the beauty of this project um, and not, you know, dwell on, you know, where his health has been. Right. And uh, I don't mean to get emotional, but it really, um, I have Sue and Jen to thank for that, and I'm so absolutely grateful for, you know, every day that Nicholas is here and every day that I get to work on something so, um, with such quality and such integrity. It's, it's, I, I can already tell that it's going to be amazing and it's going to be beautiful. And it's something that I'm sure that you can look back on. Um, and it, how great is that to know that there's not only is this, you know, uh, an impressive quality, um, you know, star-studded project that's so important, but you get that memory that's attached to it that means something just a little bit more. So when it's all said and done and Nicholas is doing well, you'll always have that that memory about this project that, um, you know, that it it has a certain piece of your heart that's a little different from maybe what other people are seeing too. Yeah, it definitely has has a huge piece of my heart. And um, and while I was completely heartbroken that I could not go to the UK, um, like I said, this is this is what sort of um, you know 
filled the void. And um, I, I do want to apologize to all the people who were involved in trying to put the, the convention on as well as pulling together that incredible casting process and, and hoping that this will still be a reality at some point in the future. Um, but at this juncture, um, you know, I just know that I need to be uh, with my little man. Of course. I don't, I don't think anybody would, would argue with that or, or hold it against you. And I know that just the buzz, um, before the, you know, the event when word was just slowly getting out and, and there may have been a Facebook invite or something. I know that just about every event that I went to, there was somebody there that would tap me on the shoulder and say, Oh my God, are you going to, are you going to go to the icon event? Are you going to the icon event? So everybody was really excited about it. And I don't think that's something that would just die off or fade away. So I know that whenever or for whatever reason that you're coming, that everybody would, would, will line up in droves. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a bet. It's a bet. I would bet my life on it. 